Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Just Chill, where I talk about all things metaphysical, spiritual, energetic, and in between. I dive into the subjects of psychopomp, psychic work, shamanic work, shamanic healing, mediumship, Reiki, past life regression therapy, and beyond. Well, hello, welcome back to Just Chill. I'm excited to talk today. Um, I'm going to talk about meditation today. And some people are like, oh, groan. But I want to talk about it in a way that I don't think is being talked about it. In a way that I've been using meditation in the last six years to truly get to a place of healing and maybe break down some of those misconceptions around the practice and maybe answer some questions about how it can help you. So I actually began meditating after my father passed away, um, and not probably for the reasons people think. It wasn't to help me get through my grieving process. It wasn't to help me control my raging anger over his passing. It wasn't any of that. It was to stop hearing the voices. (laughs) To not sound too crazy, it was because after my father passed, Um, I had had a shamanic healing because I started experiencing things that I couldn't understand in addition to the layers of grief and pain and frustration and anger. So I went to a shamanic practitioner and I had a a very profound experience and um, I started hearing things. I started connecting to the world of spirit around me in a way that was quite profound and I didn't know how to shut it off. So in order to sort of quiet the world around me, I turned to meditation and I didn't even know what it was. I just knew I needed to get to a quiet space. So there were not people around me that practiced meditation. So I couldn't go to a class there was a lot of stuff on the inner, you know, on YouTube, but I just did not resonate with any of it. So I eventually found this app called Insight Timer. And at the time, Insight Timer was a timer. That's it. It was an app that had an ability to time your meditations to give you a beginning bell and an ending bell, whatever tone you wanted, and to basically track your meditation practice. Um, That app has since blown up into something much bigger, but um, at the beginnings, that's what it was. So I began to meditate in silence. I did silent, focused meditations because I just needed to tune out. I needed to be able to control all of the things I was hearing and feeling and experiencing and that I couldn't explain. So in that practice, I started to not only tune things out, but more importantly, I started to tune in. I started to tune into my body. I started to tune into how my body was feeling with my emotions. So unbeknownst to me, I was truly tuning into my energetic, my energetic system, my chakra system, and feeling my way through that trying to understand and break down, you know, if I was feeling sad and allowing myself to feel it and allowing it to move through my body and allowing the release. Um, This practice, you know, and I still do it today, um, was more of like a body scan 
Um, you know, when I when I when I put my future self eyes on it, I'm like, oh well, I was going through a body scan and I was basically processing anything that was hung up in my body and allowing for release so that I could move forward much clearer and feel stronger and and have you know this my my auric field my energetic body was was um, creating this sort of confident boundary on its own and then moving forward with my practice now my the other side of that spiritual connection was that I couldn't turn off hearing um, loved ones who have crossed over you know, any, anytime I was around somebody, I was picking up things psychically and I was picking up things, um, mediumistically. And the difference in those two is psychic connection is I'm reading the person's energy. The medium connection is that I'm reading energy of, of a being that's in spirit. Um, that's the difference between the two. So I really use meditation as a way of controlling how that comes into my auric field. There were things about me in the beginning I didn't quite understand. Um, I didn't like people very close to me. I'd had to have at least you know an arm's length distance. If you were a stranger, especially when I was in stores, I don't like to be close to people. Um, I will tell you that physically distancing in the last year has been like the greatest thing ever for me. I'm like I love this. I think this. I think this should be like this all the time. Uh, so <laughs> for me, it's like paradise going into a store. People have to stay. You know, are kind of six feet away from me. It's yes feels great. Um, but that's only because I, I just choose not to feel, you know, I feel, choose not to feel their energy as much. So I did that practice for a very long time. And like I said, I still do it to an extent, but about six years ago, um, I was going through a transition in my own personal practice as a medium and a shamanic practitioner. And I got pushed to teach meditation. And I I remember that. I remember hearing that. I remember feeling it in my body. And I remember saying to spirit very loudly, I don't want to do that. (laughs) I can't do that. I don't know how I'm going to do that. And the guidance that came back was, it's very simple, Jill. You sit in front of a camera and you record yourself and you put it out to the world. And that's what you do. And that is what I did. So at that time, Periscope, which is no longer as of March 31st of this year, um, launched an app that was quickly picked up by Twitter, um, which was the first live streaming, live streaming app that I could put myself on video and anyone around the world could see me live and comment. It was phenomenal. Like my mind was blown. I was watching this. I can't believe this. So Spirit says, well, that's what you're going to do. You're going to meditate on this app and you're going to, you're going to connect with people. I thought it was absolutely crazy, but I did it. 5.30 a.m. every day, there I was live on Periscope, meditating, just meditating. And I gained following. I gained a significant following. I was blown away by it. All these doors continue to open through meditation. Now, people that know me they'll say, meditation, Jill, is just the gateway drug to get to you. Once they, once they have uh, they have meditated with you, they're, they're in and they want to learn more and they're, they're connecting in other ways. And, and I, I have to say, I think, to be honest, meditation isn't, just, isn't the gateway to me. It's the gateway to healing. It's the gateway not only to healing 
ourselves, but healing the energy around us, healing our world around us. Changing our perspective of the world around us is what um, a wonderful teacher I have would say. If you can change your perspective, you can change your world. And that's truly what meditation has done for me. So teaching meditation, you know, guiding, guiding meditation um, was really scary. And not because I didn't think I could do it, not because my channel with, um, with my guides and higher self wasn't strong at that point. It was because I wasn't sure how that was going to be received and I wasn't sure how that was going to change my life. So, you know, the fears of the unknown and spirit's just like, you know, you just have to trust. <laughs> We're going to be there to support you. You just have to trust and go. So a little bit about that practice when spirit asked me to do that is it, every meditation that I do is channeled. It's not, I don't sit down with a script. I have no idea what I'm going to meditate on when I sit down to do it. Even my recorded podcast meditations, I have no idea what those meditations are going to be like before I hit record. I just hit record and I start meditating. I'm going to change that a little bit. I hit record and I start channeling. So the channel is higher self, Archangel Michael, um, or my master guide. That's who those channeled meditations are through. And I've never said that out loud uh, in any recording. I've said it to one other person um, and, and, um, that's it. So now it's live for all of you to know when you meditate with me, where those meditations come from. Uh, it is a practice I trust completely. Um, I've, I've done a lot of work building relationship with, um, the, that guidance. And when they say, go, this is where we think you should go. Um, choice is always mine but I trust the guidance. I trust the guidance. So doing that practice, recording, and then putting it out, putting it out there led to this really interesting thing that was happening. Now I noticed it with myself. Remember I talked about the body scan and I talked about how I was, I was processing my emotions as I was going through this process, but I didn't quite understand, you know, what, what that was doing when I was doing my meditations and how it was affecting others in the same way. So it led me to uh, more guidance from spirits said, okay, now it's time to teach in like a class. I'm like, wow. Okay. Y'all are going to have to tell me what that's going to look like because I am teaching. I'm guiding right now. I'm like mm, you're guiding, but you're not teaching it. So I created a class I want to say this is like 2016, maybe. I launched a class. Um, basically, it was like 60 days of, of meditation. Um, it was not meditation every day, but it was on the chakra system. Again, going back to that body scan and looking at our chakra system and, and processing the emotions that are held in those chakras. The class, I had no idea what to expect of it. I didn't know quite what kind of healing was going to come out of it. Uh, until after that first class and my mind was just like, wow, this is what spirit was preparing me for. They're preparing me to help bring this level of healing to people and beyond. So meditation in itself, it, it brings, it brings us to this 
awareness of our bodies, awareness of our emotional state, awareness of how we're connecting to others in a uniquely profound way. The meditations that I guide or the guided visual meditations or journeys that I do are really meant to help to help heal past, present, future self, bring greater awareness to situations that we've been in, our perceptions of those of those, and then shift them to a place of gratitude. That allows for healing. Now, when students step into the class, they're clearing out all of the stuff that's hung up in their auric field all of the trauma, all of the heaviness, and they're releasing it. But then what begins to happen through that process is we begin to open up and connect to the energy around us in a very unique way. And some would say that that is the process of developing our intuition. Being in tune with our bodies, clearing out those things that need to be healed, coming to a different perspective, and then opening ourselves up for connection, which then in turn led me to, I, I, students, this is happening to students. I didn't know what to do. Like, well, you're experiencing these things. Like, okay, well, yeah, that would make sense that you're experiencing those things, but I'm not really sure how I should help you through that. (laughs) Um, which then led to the next. So it's like, well, now you have to teach them, you know, how to process uh, and open up their, how to, how to deal with their intuition and how to open up their intuition further so that they can continue their healing practice for themselves and for others. And that led me to my intuition development class, which I think I launched three years ago. I think I did. All of that is to me, um, based on just the practice, the practice, the foundation of meditation. I decided to try to block or control what I was hearing and feeling. And I came about it in the opposite way. Most people will sit down to meditate, to heal and to open themselves up. And I was trying to create boundaries. So as in most things, I came at it (laughs) from the reverse, but still, still working towards that healing journey and, and helping others. Um, one of the misconceptions about meditation is that it's going to somehow fix all these things for us. And I think it does that by the way of perspective. We're able to sit and see truths within ourselves, in our world, and have grace, not just for ourselves, but the people around us. And I think in that, having that grace and having that awareness, we become more peaceful. Um, are there additives to um, you know, what happens with the chemistry of our brain and the matter in our brain? Absolutely. Scientists will tell you that. But my, my goal in teaching and helping people is to heal on, a, on an energetic and soul level. So the benefits of better sleep and the benefits of clarity of mind and all of that comes with the practice, but most importantly, the heaviness that covers your heart is removed because you see yourself in a different way. And, um, you know, some of the misconceptions that it's a, you know, it's something that takes years and years to practice. I really don't believe that. 
I believe that once you're open for healing and you're ready to move into that, the effects of it are immediate. But I'll let you be the judge of that for yourself. And I hope that when you're ready to start your meditation journey, that you connect to a teacher that resonates with you and that you're able to practice it in a holistic way. And if you ever need any guidance, I hope you reach out. Thank you for listening. And as always, you can continue to support me on Anchor, where you can also find my other podcast, Breaking Beyond Guided Meditations.